On today's Friday Fire, we talk about how discipline is the greatest form of self-love. It can be really hard to delay that gratification in the moment when your emotions are telling you to grab the chocolate, to grab the glass of wine, to indulge in the things that you want. But at the end of the day, it's basically telling you that you can't trust yourself. It's telling you that you aren't acting in the way that you want for your life. And so instead of looking at discipline as a way to shackle you, to constrict you, it is a way to free you. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is Happy Friday, everyone I would like, I, I feel like Fridays and Mondays are my two favorite days of the week <laughs> Very different reasons Fridays are, Liz and I try to book out Fridays so that we have time to study Because we both do a lot of furthering education and we would like to do a lot more (laughs) (laughs) today. We are actually recording courses Mm -hmm. for you all for a dungeon day, some things that we are going to be launching very soon. So thank God there's two of us because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean like we're, and we're very lucky to have each other. I think that it's rare to find someone and a partner more so that, you know, you can get along for as long as we have, um, that we mesh well. We have different types of personalities, but also very similar personalities. Uh, so we're very lucky. I'm, I thank God for Liz every day because we're very lucky yeah. to have each other. <laughs> well, we talk about everything with each other, but then also, you know, when it comes to business, we push each other in different ways mm-hmm. in business, which is good. But, um, you know, we have other friends that have not had great, you know, partnerships are, are very tricky and we are not um, immune to that. I think it's just, you know, we have a really good understanding and respect for each other. So Mm -hmm. it works, but, um, yeah, so we're recording that today and we'll be launching some things, I believe the beginning of October. So it will be a platform that you can come in and, you know, go through some of our, uh, courses and get a little bit of a glimpse of what it looks like to be lower price point too. I think, you know, a lot of people, um, would love to work with us and realistically for some people, it's just not, an option, you know, Mm -hmm. um, financially. And so we want to continue to try to provide resources at all financial levels. Um, cause we have a lot of amazing listeners that are very, you know, loyal listeners and try to implement as much as they can. Uh, so we want to create more value. Uh, you know, it's all about adding value to everywhere that we can and having a place for our current clients as well to get additional education and, you know, there's so much information that we try to share and putting it in an organized fashion. (laughs) That's what we're working on doing. That's so. <laughs> that's the hardest part is like getting all of your ideas down um, in a format that makes sense. And, you know, my mind and word vomit that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have these ideas. I've been like having real weird, like vivid dreams recently, but then I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, this is such a great idea. But it's like three in the morning. So I'm not so writing it down. Speaking of, I had a really weird dream the other night. <laughs> so Liz and, Liz and I in this dream, we're on a cruise. Okay. That sounds fun. I want to go. And for whatever reason, I was like trying to get this pair of shoes from this shoe store on this cruise. Okay. And then I'm walking and Liz has started like presenting to a group of people. Like (laughs) she has this like microphone she's holding and she's starting to present on gut health. And like, I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) It was a very strange vivid dream. Well, like, were we there to present? No. You okay. just like we just decided to take it upon 
ourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, knowing my childhood history, leave it to me because I will definitely just get up on a stage and same. Yeah. We used to yeah. do, um, shows like I would put on a show for my parents you know we have yes. um I would be the the director and, and whatnot and we actually did this in Arizona I got all the kids and we did watermelon sugar high dance because my nephew like loves that song so he was like singing it but then we got into the room to perform for like our 19 family members and he just totally freezes up <laughs> I was like okay good thing I've had a couple of white claws because here we go we got to make this happen there was like 12 no not 12 um like I don't know there's like so many kids there but uh it was fun and so anytime <laughs> yeah. that we're able to and that's one thing that we want to do more of is uh you know speak and educate and mm-hmm. do some live events so anyways yeah. maybe you're just manifesting the future and we're gonna be on a cruise yep yeah I mean I've never been on a cruise so well, we're not going on carnival. I can tell you that much. I don't want to be on a party boat. No, no. I want, yeah. We. So I was telling Liz earlier that Nick and I have a, uh, I downloaded this app called Paired. And one of the, well, it costs money. But I was like, you know what? Nick and I barely see each other during the day lately. And summers are hard because the kids are outside really late. And like, we just don't talk very much. And so I, you can, what you can do is you and your spouse or partner can download this app and there's like quizzes and questions on there and you answer them and then they answer them and then you answer them about each other and see like how much your answers match up. You have to pay for one account or two accounts? No. So I I paid $14.99 a month and it's for both of us. So it's $7.50 a person, which I feel like is reasonable to have something like this that can help, you know, improve your, hopefully improve your relationship. Um, Or just something fun. Yeah. And so, you know, there were, there was one question about vacations and it was like, does your partner want to relax on a vacation, do adventures on a vacation, party on a vacation? And like one other thing. And I put relax and he answered do activities because he knows that that's how I am. Yeah. And I was like, well, I think it was like in my head what I probably want to be able to do, but just like physically and mentally cannot do is relax. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it opens up conversations for us. So I think one of them was about adventures on vacations. Like, would you rather go like snowshoeing in Greenland or Iceland or whatever, do like surfing in Hawaii, scuba diving in Bali or something like something like that. And he put like or Thailand and he put scuba. I was like, you want to go scuba diving in Thailand? And like, so it opens up conversations for us. Um, and then, you know, there's funny, sexy one, like sex ones that are hilarious, hilarious. Like one of them was when I masturbate, I think about, and he put doing you doing laundry. And I was like, you're an asshole. First of all, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> but like, it's just, it helps us, you know, it is just helps his, open up funny conversations. Is that his way of saying that you need to do more laundry? No, all I fucking do is his laundry because uh, he leaves it in the dryer for days on end. And then I eventually am like, I need to do laundry. So I have to fold this. He'll gosh. put it, he'll take it out and put it in the basket and then leave it in our room. And so I eventually have to fold it on top of all of our other family members laundry that I do constantly. Did you order the Topanga scents? No, I need to. You have to smell. I'm almost out of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I will, I will definitely order. Yeah. I will tell everyone. So my sister and I have started this Saturday sister (laughs) swap, whatever we're calling it. But we literally spent an hour and a half the other day going through all these different things that, you know, we like. And by the end of it, I think she spent $150 and I probably did too, because uh, I was showing her my laundry detergent that I got. A client of mine, Jocelyn posted about it. And I have a thing about laundry. It needs to smell good. I want other people to be able to smell my laundry like detergent because I want it to smell clean and fresh, right? So obviously trying to be more non-toxic and very clean, I found some good things from Thrive. Like the lavender mm-hmm. one is pretty good. I like the um, active sport one that I found from Thrive. That, that, that's good. 
but it's not good enough that it smells when you put it away, right? Or when you wear it, you can just smell that it's clean and it's fresh. Guys, I ordered the Topanga scents. I got Malibu Pier, which is my favorite. And then Hollywood and Vine, also one of my other favorites. I can't tell you which one is better. I'm 50-50 on it. But I have washed all of our sheets, all of our towels. I've been smelling clothes. If I'm going to put it on, okay, nope, this one hasn't been washed in Topanga yet. And so the thing is, um, they're a little bit pricey, but you can mix it with free and clear to make it last a little bit longer. So you can also, if you're somebody who is more sensitive to smells, you can, you know, tone it down a little bit. Or if you're like me, or maybe when I'm doing my towels, I want more scent. I can put more of that in there. So anyways, check them out. Uh, Topanga Scents is the name of it. T-O-P-A-N-G-A Scents, S-C-E-N-T-S. Phenomenal. I'm really hoping that they get their house um, freshener back in stock yeah. because that's been out and I need something because I'm not, listen, I'm all about non-toxic, but I'm not about to spend $45 for a one wick candle. Candles are ridiculous. Insane. Natural candles are effing insane. Get it together, candle industry. I cannot pay $25 for a candle. No, no th- they're like $45. Yeah. Sorry, for small candles. Like, I don't know. What is so expensive about making candles? I guess I don't understand. I don't know. And I, so I used to be way back in the day a manager for Bath and Body Works. I don't understand why Bath and Body Works hasn't come out with a cleaner line since it's, you know, everybody's right? like worried about all of this stuff. So yeah, any anyway, I just use essential oils. Um, and like when I'm cleaning, some of that will be in the air. But honestly, I the fabric spray from Topanga Sense, I've been spraying like anything that's fabric in the house, and yep. I actually <laughs> want to wear it as perfume. It smells so good. <laughs> all right. Anyways, we are on to today's topic, which is discipline is self-love. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw this on a post from Emily Duncan who I love. She's great in the mindset space. Um, And I thought that she put it so elegantly in terms of how you need to think about discipline. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people think about discipline as restrictive and hard and shackling and takes up so much time and mind space. And I think we need to start looking at it in a form of when you delay gratification and choose what you want most, over what sounds pleasing emotionally in the moment. You show yourself that you are someone you can trust. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this in many ways before, but basically that, you know, you believe you are worth the feeling that you deeply desire and that you're capable of waiting and working for that feeling. Because in the end of the day, people end up, living a miserable, unhappy, unsatisfied life because they will not delay gratification. And it's, it's, it's built over time. Mm -hmm. It is not something that people are born with. And I think, yes, there are probably some genetic components. We, I mean, like I'm reading that dirty jeans book and they talk about, there are some genetic factors that make people like harder workers and type A personalities and things like that. And I do believe that there is some genetic component to it, but just like Liz and I have both experienced in our life, you don't use it, you lose it. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to be able to control yourself and you have to be able to like know yourself well enough. For example, we talk a lot with one of our mentors about addiction Mm -hmm. and people who are type A personality, right? Beck and I both struggle with addiction in different ways, right? You're like obsessed with, you know, you want to do everything right all the time. Like work is addicting, 
um, you know, thinking about like, there is definitely a level of guilt in terms of taking time off. Uh, you know, I've already thought about, okay, so next week we're going to be gone for four or five days. Should I study on the plane? Should I bring my computer? Should I leave my computer at home? You know what I mean? Like you have this level of guilt and, and this would be any career. I've had this before, you know? Um, and I also just think that people who are high achievers don't get over these things, but you have to know when to turn it up and when to turn it down. And a big part for me transparently that I'm working on is turning it down both from, um, you know, working with Vince and the, the things that he's having me do and my protocols that are very strict and, um, you know, I, I'm feeling really good with them, but it's different, right? It's not the 75 hard mentality. It's not the go, go, go all the time. It's not the wake up and grind at 5 a.m. until 9 p.m., you know, like I was doing for a period of time. And yes, you need those things in certain seasons. But I've also started to evaluate, and this is something, you know, Beck and I have tried to encourage each other on too, is like, we, we need our time with our family that is undistracted, right? We need to be able to step away from things and, that takes a form of discipline as well, not just walking away from the cookies. It takes discipline to be able to say, this is, I got, you know, what I could get done today, but this is the time that I shut things down and I step away and I go outside and, and I play or, or do whatever, right? Um, and I think it's important to remember that if you can practice this discipline in different ways, in different areas of your life, it's going to provide you a lot of freedom, because it'll free up a lot of the negative emotions that you have for some individuals, resentment that they have towards, you know, maybe their job or whatever it might be, their partner. Um, and so if you can look at building discipline and building a routine that is just non-negotiable, you're going to find a lot more joy. Sometimes it will feel monotonous. Sometimes it will feel like you're going through the motions, mm -hmm. but you're going to find a lot more joy and happiness because you're becoming wealthier in a lot of other ways. You're showing yourself, I can do these things. You're showing yourself how important it is for your mental health to have habits, routines, yes. boundaries, right? Commitments. And this oftentimes takes maybe working with a coach or a life coach or a practitioner or somebody to hold you accountable to actually following through. And, you know, everybody can take into consideration the genetic components, but if you're in tune with it and you know how to control it, you know how to you know turn your own dials, you can still get to a place that's very balanced in yeah. life. And I think that the big thing that people need to understand is that discipline is not perfection. Mm -mm. And when you are working on yourself and working on things, I a thousand percent am happier when I am doing the things that I'm telling myself I'm going to do. And it, like Liz was saying, it takes balance because I think another problem that people have with discipline is they put way too much on their plates and think that they can accomplish it all. Mm. Like, well, I tried to do a to-do list of 17 things today and I only got 10 of them done. So I'm a failure. Yep. And it's like, no, you have to reevaluate what the hell you can get done in a day. Like oh, it's, yeah. you know, and so that's something that I have, oh, I am always working on because I overestimate how much time I have in my day and the fires that I'm going to have to put out at some point. Like we need to understand that, you know, we are only human. We are not superhuman. A lot of us have children that we have to take care of. Children come with a lot of unpredictability. You have jobs that come with, you know, a lot of issues that are unpredictable. There, there's just, there's life, right? There's life that happens. But I think there is also a large difference between people that let life constantly get in the way of what they're trying to accomplish and people that figure it out around their life. And that is where I think true discipline lies is when you do not accept that I, on an ongoing basis, I'll say that. Because again, 
are there days? Absolutely, there are days where just like shit hits the fan. Nothing goes how you want it to. But what are you doing about those days? Do you let them happen more often than not? Or are those a rare blue moon type situation? Because when I set out my day for what I want to accomplish, I have in the morning my to-do list of, okay, this is what needs to get done today. And I do that purposefully first thing in the day before anything else comes my way, before I open my email, before anything, so that I know and it helps keep me focused. And that's why I did like 75 hard in a lot of ways, because it kept you focused on those tasks. Like no matter what you accomplish those tasks and then you feel accomplished. You feel like I did it. I did what I said I was going to do. And I will say it probably develops more self-confidence than any other program. Again, I think that it's a little extreme for a lot of people, especially if you're already dealing with health issues and it can be done in certain ways that can be damaging, but it's, it doesn't have to be 75 hard. It's just you committing to what you know needs to get done and actually doing it regardless of what's going on in your day. And if you didn't do it and you find yourself, oh, I, I told myself that I wasn't going to have anything after dinner, but like every night I find myself having ice cream or chocolate or a glass of wine or whatever it is. Okay. You continue to fall in the same way. Look at your environment. Look at why you're not doing it. Look at like the habits because it takes one choice. That's something that I explained to a client yesterday and we were talking about this. A lot of times it literally just comes down to a split second decision. Yeah. To just say no. To like, okay, instead of going and grabbing the ice cream out of the freezer or grabbing a piece of chocolate out of the you know pantry, I grab tea and I go upstairs. Yep. Like it literally is that that simple in a lot of ways. And sometimes you're literally sitting there talking yourself through, this is what I'm going to order. I'm ordering the club soda. I'm not ordering the skinny margarita. Club soda, club soda. Like you're repeating yes. it to yourself. My sister and I were actually talking about this too. You know, um, she's been traveling a lot and a lot of delays. And she's like, I am so proud that I have not broken this alcohol, um, non-alcoholic streak, you know, for uh, quite a while now. And she's like, but I, the other day was having to sit there and think back and forth. I was having these negotiations in my mind. No one's going to see me. You know, no one knows. I'm sitting here in the airport by myself. I'm delayed. No one knows. And, you know, we were, we were talking about how true that is. And a lot of people don't want to admit that. And I don't know why, because it's human nature. I have those thoughts. Sunday, we went downtown and had uh, lunch, right? And so I'm like, okay, I look at the menu on the way. This is what I'm going to get. I just, you know, decide to set the menu aside. I don't even need to look at it because I already made that decision on the way. And it's just saying it out loud. Split, split second decision. Somebody else is ordering a beer. Cool. Club soda in line, please. Just, just say it. The decision's done, right? And it could be something else, right? It could be that ice cream at the end of the night or, um, you know, stopping through uh, the drive-thru to get a Starbucks because it's pumpkin season. You really want that pumpkin spice latte. But at the end of the day, are you going to be proud of that decision that you're making? And that's what I always try to think about is like, how can I make myself more proud? Because when you make yourself proud, you're actually standing in confident, in, you know, firm in your confidence that, I can follow through. I can do these things. And that's where self-development and growth happens. It's not just by studying things or taking no. a course or taking a class. It's by showing up and doing the things that you have committed to do. It's by practicing delayed gratification. That's how you build the confidence. And so if you're somebody who says like, you know, I, I just don't know how I'm ever going to get from here to there, start delaying, grat delaying gratification. And the other thing that I would challenge you to do is to pause because many people make these split second decisions 
based upon that instant gratification and it's not even truly what they want or what they need. Pause and ask yourself, what do I need right now? What is that cookie that I'm wanting to reach for going to give me? What am I going to suppress with this? Right? What craving am I really fulfilling? Because a lot of times it's, it's not just the sugar craving. Mm-mm. It's a stress response. It's a, you know, a fight or flight. Like I'm fleeing an emotion. I'm Try suppressing. Numb. I'm yep. numbing. Right? And so I would challenge you to just in those moments, pause, do some deep breathing, do a mind body scan and, and think about, am I going to be proud? And if you, for example, two or three days later, you still want something, okay, then maybe you have that gratification of having it, but you've delayed it. And most of the time, that craving or whatever it is that you have is going to pass. It's the same thing that we've talked about before, like with the witching hour, right? Four to six o'clock, if you can make it through like just those two hours, make it your job just to make it through those two hours. By the time seven, eight o'clock comes, like you're not even thinking about that glass of wine or, you know, whatever it might've been. Uh, you know, that you were craving before because that time has passed and now the craving has passed and now you're proud that you didn't cave to it. And then all of a sudden things start to unfold and you start to see, oh, things are changing. My palate is changing. My desires, my cravings are changing. Now I want more fruits and vegetables, right? Now that alcohol doesn't even like sound good or taste good when I go for it. Oh, wow, my clothes are fitting better. Wow, my sleep is improving and you know, I have better energy and I can think better and I can remember things more clearly. All of these other things will happen if you can delay that gratification. 